Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Classic Quest podcast. This is the show where we talk about hip-hop, I mean, house albums, track by track, and give you our thoughts on <laughs> each of the songs on the hip-hop, I mean, house albums, and, you know, express what we think about each of them. I mean, it's Drake, though. It's Drake's Honestly Nevermind. He came out of it with nothing. And is it a hip-hop album? Is it a house album? Holy crap. Lindell, Lindell showed up within the time frame we said he would. I'm just going to throw it out like that as a start this uh, little review. So, yes, this is the Classic Quest podcast where we go through hip-hop, I mean house albums, and give you, you know, looking if we think they're um, classics or not. Um, I'm extremely excited for this review. because I'm going to show you why I'm excited for this review. My Facebook turned into okay, a bunch of stuff off. like this. So yesterday, and I did do this, while setting up for the concert we performed at yesterday, I forced everybody that was there at the very beginning to uh, listen to the new Drake album over the speaker because I grabbed the Bluetooth. To describe my listening experience, I'd have to say it wasn't enjoyable at all. Nothing impressed me. Call me old. It is what it is. Today's mainstream quote-unquote rap hip-hop of which this is not necessarily that, isn't for me at all. I was very thankful when Blasters came and switched it over to some real hip-hop. Now I fucks with Willie. He's at least cognizant of his place in time. But holy crap, was my Facebook just like rapidly rappers mad at Drake. And the more rapidly rappers I saw mad at Drake, the more the inside of me, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to love this project, aren't I? Because when rapidly rappers get really mad at some shit, it's like... There's a good chance there's some good musicking to be had at the cost of some lyricisms or whatever they want to call it. And I was then mad curious and I put on that Drake album and here we are today. And we'll talk about what I thought about the album when we get into it. But oh my <laughs> gosh, I, I am just so excited. I don't understand how the guy can make so many people who don't listen to house music mad. Just like Drake betrayed me. What? What's happening <laughs> what? here? I don't understand. Drake put out music. Anyway, it's just like, yo, Facebook got me so in a tizzy that we're talking about Drake today. I am i don't even know what else came out. I mean, I do. I think West Side Boogie or no. The one that was on Eminem's label dropped some shit. Boogie. Yeah. No, he's West Side Boogie now. He renamed. Um, ah. Yeah, it was. Anyway. But here we are with Drake, mostly because, at least from my end of it, a lot of rappers I know in real life complained on Facebook. And so I knew I had to come with this review. I just knew it in my soul. I, I woke up. I woke up Friday morning and saw my Facebook post that you tagged me in. And I was like, uh, I don't even want to do this. Did I tag you in it? I don't remember. Yeah, you you're like me and me and Chris Chrome, aka CC, are right, gonna CC. Drake, Drizzy. And I was just like, oh, I did it. Oh, fuck off. I'm not really the biggest Drake person, but we will have fun. Will we have fun? I think we will. So, Chris, why don't you like Drake? Um, I just, I like rap Drake. Like, it, like Forever was, like, the song that I really liked from Drake. And then there was, like, the other things from, like, whatever project back then uh, that, like, rapidly was cool. But I just never, ever got onto the Drake train, even, like, when we reviewed the other projects. Like, I just never it never was that some features he'd be on with like Wayne and Nikki or whatever. I, I would sing along. I would say the bars he's, he's good. He's amazing at what he does. I just never really like mm. got into it. 
Like that was just that's just always been it. Like that's fair. I guess I hate on him at times, just to be honest. But I think it's more just like that's ignorant. It. What you just like, said. That's like, why I was like, "Fuck the rapidy rappers, bro." Y'all ain't even caring about the music. Y'all are just like Drake is not fitting into the box of my preconceived expectations of life. Therefore, fuck Drake. That is the general consensus of most of the but Facebook posts like, I saw. Not the rapidy rap dude either. Like you know me, I listen to a lot of like. You're the drillity drill dude. Which is, <laughs> which is where I'm like. Without you know without being on road, like, let's not get it twisted. It's not, <laughs> um, but no, like that's just, anyway, that's just really it. I, I, I'm always willing to give his projects a chance, even if we're not reviewing it, I'll listen to it. Cause why not? Like just, bro, I used to hate on Drake all the time. And then I listened to Scorpion and that shit's a very successful double album full of 25 pretty well-constructed songs that over time aged well, like the shit sounds better today than it did five years ago to me. And I'm like, Fair. Hmm. That's a really excellent level of musicianship that that man displayed. And then every time he's dropping an album, he's like genre hopping and shit. This came out with like no promotion. And it's a completely new artist in a sense with Drake's voice. You know, like it's just a whole different vibe. So for me, like I came into this with an expectation, first of all, that this was a dance album because Facebook and that this was not going to be a rap album, Facebook, and that the 21 Savage song was apparently like the best song on the album, according to the rappers I know. Um, these were all of my expectations coming into this project because, yo, Facebook was really going at it all morning. And I was like, man, I'm at work and can't bump this project yet. But then we got to it and I got into what I thought about it. Uh, but, um, yeah, I just knew I did. it wasn't going to be like the lens of this project that you're listening to should probably not be the hip hop lens. Fair enough. I feel like just because I'm thinking about it now, I think it's like a lot of what Drake has been producing and stuff feels like if you're not winning, you may not enjoy it. And I've always kind of felt like I'm still on that like struggle path and that type of like still in that grind. So a lot of the music I think I may more gravitate to whenever like there's like that Drake conversation to me feels more like, hustling and this and that i feel like drake does make a lot of like yeah i'm winning and like when you're partying and having fun and when you're really enjoying life and like a lot of the times i'm not really in that like vibe and lately i have been so i could see and we'll get through we'll get within it in the project but it's like i could see where a little bit clearer now why maybe i was never like on that train Mm. but whatever all right, so without me just, you know, being a little wanky whiner about how rappers annoyed me on Facebook because of this project before we got into it, we should probably get into it. I love the title, right? It's like it feels like a callback to his earlier work, almost like he's mm. coming through with something new, like almost like here's a new thing. Honestly, never mind. Mm. Like, I don't care if you like it. It's just got this blatant disregard to it. Like, it's almost like a self-awareness. It's just like, here's the thing. No promotion. Just put this out. I don't know if I like that cover. I actually really don't know if I like the font, but I'm sure it would make a cool chain, like if it was on a pendant. But otherwise, it's just a regular ass Drake cover. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of this dude's covers. They just do their job. For me, um, I and I was a little bit kind of tw- like twisted on the cover because. I make the fonts for the edits, right? And shit. And the using the back shadow drop that he has, like, I actually enjoy using that one. 
but it just really threw me off with like the multicolors. Like I like the effect of how it like separates and gives you that like depth detailness, but the 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 color pattern, the color patterns that were chosen and stuff, it just really like fucks with my eyes. And especially the fact that it's like kind of silver diamondish e like like you said like a chainish type that also kind of throws my eyes off and like it just i don't know but i do like the name though like his like just i'm tired of this like honestly never mind the argument never mind what i said forget forget this like i'm just i'm tired of going through this type of same bullshit maybe that's just how i interpret it self-projecting or whatever but like that's kind of how i took it. it was just like Bro, it's Honestly, just that it's it. it's also can we just give props to how Canadian good grammar this shit is with the comma and everything? Like you can mm. tell Drake went through that Canadian education system, is all I'm trying to say. Fucks with that heavy. Um mm. let's move on then into the project, I guess, and we'll listen to a very short intro. All right, Chris, how do you feel about this very short introduction? it's very short so before i start i wanted to say yesterday was funny because you you were like walking through the event and you're like yo i know this ad and i'm like holy shit you actually do because we sit here and look at all the ads it was just something funny is to like tie back to the ad things anyway um bro this this intro was useless to me um just out the gate. I was like you could have just connected this to the next track personally in my opinion i felt like it was just it doesn't even do anything. It, it, it like the, the entire next track brings me into the album personally. Like this was just a starting. I was like, cool. It's nice. It's smooth. Yes. But like it was a three on five. It's like 36 seconds. That's it. It was, you could have just added it to the next track, Drake. We have five, we have two five minute tracks on this fucking project. You could have just been like, yo, bop, bop. And then switch it up and then do the thing. That's it. Yeah. Zalmano touched on a great point, though. Intros often make the most sense when you play them back-to-back with the next track. And that's super fair. But, like, we've done it, like, by tracks, right? So, technically, it's, like, the track individually. And as all artists could have put the two tracks together and made it, like, the intro, that was the creative choice to let it be its own unique entity, so to speak. So, we decided to just kind of do it. It's a track by track rather than, like, song but you know like i don't know it's to me like i take into consideration that it's an intro when we talk about it and its purpose but like yo sometimes intros be wildly singular pieces that are super cool within their thing but and so like if this came out on shuffle how does it sound you know like that's part of it too so like this intro is really ambient and it feels like an overture of sorts to the beginning of an experience and to give it credit the way the second track starts and stuff it really is a jarring transition like you're going from this really smooth thing to all of a sudden you're wavy because like that is how track two starts and we're not going to get that experience because we're going to watch the music video for those who are watching this on youtube later we at twitch.tv slash behind that suit where you can hear the musics and stuff but like it does this little job of i think creating this moment when the second track kicks in that transitions the genre and catches you off guard if you don't know what's coming and i think it does its job i find it very short just a couple of like like i don't know violin stringy things or whatever i don't know what fucking instruments builds up a little bit and then it's not that remarkable so i'm kind of with chris this intro 
it works within the project. Don't get me wrong. As a singular track, it's like hard to talk about. But I'm going to give it a four because it does its job to bring you into the next song. And that next song is Falling. All right, Chris, how do you feel about Falling Back? Um, It's not my greatest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just not the greatest to me. Um, I like the beat. Like sonically, it's actually really cool. I like the flip up at the end. I like how uh, the chorus at the end with like just the falling back on me, the auto tune was also kind of cool, but I just, it, it didn't like impress me. It wasn't really like anything. I kind of just felt like Drake was just being Drake, find myself, showing myself, find a way to start out the way, holding me back. Like, I just felt like he was being himself and letting us know, like, what does that hurt, mean, Chris? Don't know. I was like, oh, this is what, like, I don't know, man. I just, I don't even know how to explain it. I, I was listening to it and I'm like, you're just doing you. I don't know. It wasn't the greatest. I gave it like a 3.5 on five. I just kind of thought it was like a slow start to the project. Like a real slow start. I was just like, mm, alright, cool. Alright, so first of all, there's pain in Drake's delivery here. Now, arguably, you could say Drake having heartache and pain in his voice is not a novel idea. But at least that's a way of describing, you know, the general sentiment of what I got from it. So the beat kicks in and like coming off that intro, which is a little melancholy already, you get this like all of a sudden, you're at 2 a.m. in the club, and you're drunk vibes, like, right away. Like, I don't know. Like, if okay, like, if you're not a person that really likes to be out and about in party environments where people are dancing, this may be a hard project to digest. I completely understand that. But that's because it's in a whole other-ass genre of music where motherfuckers be out there dancing. Like, I went to this little thing the other night after me and Chris saw Fringe Play. And it was upstairs, and it was just these people in a room just dancing. They just were lost in the music, just fucking dancing in this little room by themselves, all in their own little sphere. And it's, like, more for those people than other kinds. So that's my first caveat for this album. I got into dancing lately, so I'll fuss with this super heavy. As far as the lyrics go, I don't think there's, like, a whole crazy amount of analysis I can do on it, but it really feels like he's sad about some person who appears to be using him or falling back on him or maybe not caring so much about how he feels because at the end of the day, it just feels like Drake puts on this face everywhere he goes and he's being kind of fake in the way he presents himself to the world because of who he's supposed to be. But nobody cares about Drake. Now, maybe that's just like a whatever. It could be deeper than that. But I feel like that... The way he's kind of crooning over the music, the way the melody gets twisted with the various effects as the beat evolves. Like, you just feel the love and the heartbreak and the messy emotional vibes in this music. And let's be real. This is music where maybe you're in a more mating vibe when you want to be going out there bumping this shit. Like, you a little bit trying to, trying to get your fuck on is a good way to put it. So if you're not mm. trying to get your fuck on, why are you listening to dancey heartbreak music? Like, I, you know, like there's a vibe for this shit where you really, in my opinion, need to be there. Or you're celebrating because, yo, the first thing, my first thought when I heard this project is 
the average salary range of the consumer of this kind of music is over $100,000 a year. Because this is what every rich person party I've ever been to sounds like. Anytime I'm ever in an environment where they're throwing on some rich people dancey shit, it kind of has this more aim of it. So I'm like, fair enough. I could see how a lot of people just don't fuck with this vibe. But it's really a fun place to be when you are in those moments. Like, who 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 has gone to a rich person party and been like, that was a terrible use of my time? You know, like, nah, it's wavy. It's a whole experience to be there is the music and the ambiance and it's something surreal. And that's what right. I feel like this song does. It takes you to a surreal place and you're like, like living out of your fucking pay grade when you bump in this track. That's how I feel when I was doing it with my little drink on at Willie Scandals' little party yesterday. Um but uh, and I feel like it just it's nice. And the more you listen to this song, the more you realize there's a lot of versatility in its progression as it builds up. I know on this little stream we watched the music video, which is worth talking about in a second. But when you really do bump this song, it has a progression to it. It feels like it evolves, and by the end of it, it just feels like you get lost in the repetition in the music as you're feeling his pain with them. And I do believe that there's a bit of a love song story arc that transgresses over the tracks of this album as he deals with this side of his life again on wax. Fair enough. But it's mad relatable. I think this song is super good. Like at first I wasn't sure, but I, the more I listened to it, the more I realized I really do like this kind of music. And I really like what Drake did with it. And to me, it's a really great start to the project so from the song itself it's a 4.5 but that music video is next level drake be marrying like 20 something chicks in a row like at one scene he's just panning <clears> in <throat> then it's like the song's playing and shit it's got sort of skit then it cuts to like this wedding band that's not the best but really well like talented but you know it's like goofing on wedding bands singing like the best i ever had at drake's wedding not and you just look at Drake and you're like, this is surreal because that song is probably wedding music right now. Like motherfuckers be getting married to Drake music at this point in time, a hundred percent. So I thought that was great because it's almost commenting on the level of success that he's at in this grandiose fucking video. He's he's there. Right. Then it cuts into the next track, uh, My Name Is or Calling My Name or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I was like, stop. And then I was just wavy like the party. Then it cuts back at the perfect time into like the fucking Falling Back song. And you're like, yo, this is actually a pretty fucking great music video experience. And then it ends with the wedding singer dude. And that was when I was like, I'm done with this shit. But like for nine minutes, I was really impressed at the quality of production, the presumption of Drake's character. Like, yo, none of us are winning like Drake. Like Drake does that. And you know, Drake could marry 25 fucking women if he wanted to. Full on families there consenting. All of that shit could be his real life. Whereas the rest it of us does. are just like stuck looking at that like, damn. And that's Drake. And I feel like if you're supposed to keep it real, so to speak, ain't that his life? What else does he do? You know, what else he doing? I think there is like, I think there is like, and maybe this is just like me looking into it, but it could also be a representation of how like he still may be confused and like not really like still fearing settling and committing to one and like, once we go through more of the album, you notice like shit kind of changes and stuff. So it could also be like as much as he's following along this like path that you're supposed to get married and shit. And it may not be super traditional with like all the women there and all the things, but like it could also be like he's like still dealing with not ready to commit and not ready to actually be to one person and kind of wants everything and still trying to figure out who he is. 
Yeah. I just think Drake is like at this surreal level of life. And I think he's just making like like I don't know what you what people want from him, so to speak, but it mm. felt like he was bored on his last album, if anything. I, I mean, I know a lot of people like the, that project. A lot of people don't like it. But I don't feel like Drake was inspired as much on his last album. This sounds like music he really wants to be making. And it sounds like he managed to reinvent himself into a completely different genre while sounding like Drake. Because while everyone was talking shit, when I heard this, I'm like, this is the most Drake sounding shit ever. Like, this just reminds me of shit he was doing, I think, on more, not more life, but the one he had passion fruit and shit on. Like, this reminds me of passion fruit that and all that kind life. of. So, like, you, you listen to all of that, and I'm like, how could anyone be surprised the mans would want to end up here? All those Drake fans feeling betrayed and shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. This shit's a 4.5. It's a pretty awesome fucking song to me. Um, and we can move on then to Text Go Green. I fucking love the way the percussion hits in my headphones that t- just like the soft kind of tucka tucka sounds the way it just kind of like slaps so beautifully it's so perfectly mixed the whole beat just sucks you in you know it sucks you into your soul and it's just something yep. you can loop over and over again the way drake's yep. mixed into this beat also is pleasing like he's kind of an extension of the song while simultaneously being the focus but you can choose whether to vibe to drake or just Ignore Drake entirely and get your little dance on. What did you think of this song, Chris? I like this. Uh, this kind of gave me more energy. The bop within the beat was cool. The way he bops without with like throughout the flow and just kind of holds it is dope. Um, I think it really does. Like what really stood out to me is the whole Texco green and how like there is this like real impact to like blocking each other on like social medias and texting and stuff and how like that really kind of has a grip on our life. Like, I like to believe that there's a lot more like in real person experiences that may hurt and like hit differently more than just having like, like realizing you blocked my number or some shit. Um, But that kind of really just spoke to me on how we are as people in today's society, like just how we kind of give that much energy to this type of what I kind of look at as like superficial, like it's just a fucking green text message at the end of the day. Um, So that was like one of the big things that did stand out to me. The rest of it though, is really cool. Like just, I, I, I felt more of the emotions on this track. I felt more of the pain that you were talking about from the last one on this track. And just this like idea of really coming to terms with me and you are over and like, it, it, it is weird because we're both kind of feeling these emotions and we're both still kind of like, I guess, wanting to be together. But at the same time, like I've moved the fuck on. I, I know this is not good for me and I have to make that decision to move on. And I mean, it's very yeah, relatable. I feel, I feel I, like, Chris, this one, just because I know a little bit about your love life, this one might hit a little different for you, no? It does. It does. Um, It does. But like, I just... I don't know like that that would have that would be mostly the relatable part where it's like at a certain point you start to realize that y- you for me it like it for me personally it's like you have to realize and take accountability for how you're acting and what you really want and then that could also lead to certain experience like certain situations that kind of change the dynamic of your relationship mm. so yeah i have gone through this very recently i have kind of gone through this okay a lot actually just because 
I'm on a certain path that I'm looking for and that I'm dealing with. And sometimes the other person may just not be matching with you. And it's kind of hard. It is hard because you may have certain similarities and certain things you really like about that person and really like you want to continue doing and whether it's like sleeping with that person or just spending time with them or like just going out to movies and just having fun. It, it, those things are cool. But if you can't accept like the whole package, the whole thing, the, like on the down days, on the fucking, the days where you both feel insecure or this and that, if you feel yourself starting to not really be able to deal with that, it's kind of like you got to make that call. Mm. That's that that would be the most like honest, relatable opinion I have to this song, at least. Um, but either besides that, it's really just I can't get past the whole wow, we really put so much energy into like text message things, like just for myself. Uh, but I did give this a four on five. Um, I like this one a lot, I think it's super well written. Like, if I come around you, can I be myself? Now, I'm maybe not out there trying to be, like, smashing hoes and shit, but I'm totally trying to find, like, more people in life to build with. And I had this strange experience where people get to know a version of me that they see, especially on the Internet, and then they meet me in real life, and they're like, you're not cool. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I got to be fake around you is what I'm understanding. And this happens, like, a fair bit with lots of people who just, like, kind of expect certain social behaviors or whatever, and I'm like, fair enough. So most of the time I can't be myself or I don't know. So that line just, like, slapped. And then it's like you go through the rest of that verse. It's like trying to be – find a connection between them, and it looks like this other person chose somebody else, right? kind of left Drake behind and then came back and is trying to play with his emotions. And as he's doing his thing, it's like realizing, oh, I liked what I had. Why did I fuck that up? And then it's like, yeah, I blocked you. It kind of hits different, doesn't it? I know you sitting there thinking about me. I know you sitting there because you be doing drastic shit trying to get my attention and shit. And, yo, sometimes it's not even love and sex is all I'm saying. You can go through the emotions portrayed in the songs through all kinds of platonic and work endeavors. Or it may be, like, all kinds of stuff. I don't want to go into details. But trust, Mm -hmm. it really hit. Like, I was like, damn, Drake be feeling some shit on this project. And, like, the way the music comes through, too, it just feels like, again, you're losing yourself in it. Like, like. Putting this album on almost feels a little therapeutic to me. I know it might sound weird because other people find that in other shit, but I've always found my therapy more in like getting lost in the energy of a music and just being able to like move or scream or sing along or however it may manifest. It doesn't always have to be like, in fact, the less I have to think sometimes, the better it is for me to feel better about music. I'm like, this shit was really cool. And as, as it like progresses, you get this full ass story where Drake's like, yo i don't i don't really think i can handle you you know i want this life i want to be who i am i don't even really remember you and you don't even treat me right you're dealing with me rough and i feel like that i can relate to too people expect a lot from you sometimes especially if you're somebody that you know wants to provide however successful you may be in that endeavor um People deal with you rough, and it's not always easy. You're like, yo, sometimes I'm just sad, and I'm feeling extra sensitive, and I can't handle this little thing, and I'm blowing way out of proportion. That's just what it is. Story of my life. Like that Marilyn Manson quote, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Or Marilyn Monroe. I think I said Manson. I digress, not the point. This fucking song is really a bop, too. It's not a 4.5. Like, so far... This is my favorite version of Drake. 
it's my favorite version of Drake so far. The more I listen to this, I feel like I'm really going to listen to this again and again. The next one, it has a I do, I, sorry, what, go ahead. one quick thing I did want to say, and this is also just my own personal opinion about myself as well. A lot of this album, too, I think you have to like just just on like that therapeutic sense that you, you mentioned earlier, that point. I think you have to accept a lot of these things, too. Like you have to kind of accept that you're also going through these situations if you are. Like a lot of these songs, I'm I'm find it difficult for me to kind of, like I found myself being like, oh, what the fuck? Because I think I'm not ready to accept that I'm currently going through that in my life. So like mm. there is like a degree in terms of just being like therapy when you listen to this project that you have to also like be like, like accept the words and really be with that and like, yo, this hurts. This this, this these songs hit you different because you may be like actually in it and you need to like acknowledge that mm. something else that just popped into my head drake can't be really accused of being materialistic or overly flexing and a lot of the other normal criticisms people mm. will have at pop rappers on this either he's instead just being really introspective and emotional almost having this intimate conversation about somebody that's hurt him that's some really honest music that seems really in line with what a purist would claim they want as far as lyricism goes. I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, anyway, I told y'all rappers pissed me off when I started this shit. That's how we're going into this. Let's talk about the currents. All right, Chris, how do you feel about currents? So, um, okay. There's like two ways I kind of look at this one as like a celebration and he's like really enjoying the moment and he's happy and he wants to spend time with this woman and he wants to have sex with her. And that's like super implied with the whole like bed squeaking throughout the beat, which is actually kind of cool. It really fits with the whole song. It actually carries like Drake carries that that theme and everything through with it. And it carries the song. It's actually really good. And it fits. Um, I do feel like, after a while, it kind of gets old, like the, the the gimmick of it and like the the whatever of it kind of gets old. But it it for what this song is, it works. Uh, so that's like one way I kind of look at it. The other way I'm kind of thinking of it is like it's it's also this like my only intentions with you are sex, and it's kind of like a good and a bad thing. Like don't think first first verse, don't think twice. We're still in formation, testing the current. We're moving all of a sudden. Everything's moving so quick. Do you want to slow it down? And I feel like there's this pace. And I've been in this. I've been in this many times. Where <laughs> many times where you 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 kind of like meet somebody, and then just things just keep going and happening and happening, and you start like kind of changing the way you think, and like you're just suddenly going going out and then you're there and you're spending time here and there and it's like you start to say shit like hey i really enjoy this i want to move in with you and then you start making really big ass fucking decisions with your life that you may not really want to do at the end but the core aspect of it really just comes down to and this is what i think the other side is is that Yo, I just want this because I'm like fucking broken, desperate, not desperate, but like I'm broken, I'm in pain and I just really enjoy fucking you. And if this makes me happy, then I can set this up so that I can be with you all the time and just fuck, which is where I kind of take the consistent bed springing as like the other kind of like on the negative side, where it's like my only intentions for everything I'm saying and everything I'm doing is because I just want to fuck. Maybe that's me self-projecting in like my own world, but like that's the two ways I I, I kind of took this track and it's really fucking cool. Like I really really thought it was cool. Uh, I gave this one a four point two on five. Fair. I really like this song. Um, 
First of all, I'm super pro bread springs. I think it's just cool sounding. I like the way it cascades. And I think this song is so interesting because it follows like the heartbreak situation. So it puts him in this state of mind and it's called currents. So it's like the now and the currents of life. So you can think about what currents be like the little things that flow. You know, they're in the air, so you got the flying with the currents. They're in the water, so the ebbs and flows of life and shit, you know. But it's also a time thing, so it's like the now. It's just the now in this motion. And then you got this bed spring shit going through it the whole song while he's saying shit like, I don't want to come on too strong, but I'm moving to your room now. Like, nah, like Drake just is like, fuck all that shit. This is where we at now. It's the sex time. And I just thought this is like, this is a player ass anthem bro like it's kind of like soft and singing like look i understand you a little nervous i understand maybe it's not your own thing we'll go at your own pace etc but like what the fuck do you think this is <laughs> you know like all romance you and shit but underneath all of that is just the cascading fucking bed springs of what the fuck do you think that this shit really is and it's just a gorgeous song in terms of his execution of the vocal delivery the way he sings that like chorus thing i find it really nice i feel like he's crooning and shit but also it just feels like boss man getting whatever girl he wants uh in whatever environment he wants it feels like rich fantasy shit right like the whole world is your oyster but you're actually just in a place where you can cut the fucking pretenses and just put the bed springs in and be like this is exactly what the fuck this is and then there's like i don't know it just feels like a really bold anthem to me of drake's intentions he's a softy but he really just want to make bed spring sounds with you and I think it just sounds great. I'm not sure what subgenre of house this is. I understand that this album does take tap into the various subgenres of house and different influences, and he does it very well, paying respect and homage to that. I'm not really qualified to speak on that. But shit, so far, if this album came on at a party and played in full, I'd just be vibing the whole way through. I like this one more than the other ones. I'm going to give it a 4.75. I think it moves the story along too, and I just think like... The more I listen to it, like the bed springs become the focus of the track and everything else becomes a periphery. It's mixed in such a way where it's just like it catches your attention, just this up and down motion. I love it when he fucking says slow it down and then cuts it to like that every second beat. Man, it's just it's it's like it's really cool. I really like this music. Uh, 4.75. Um, I think it's like it's a keeper. All right, Chris, how do you feel about a keeper? Oh, man, I've had this conversation too many times. <laughs> Yo, like, I think, like, sometimes shit just don't work out, right? Like, sometimes shit just don't work out, and you find somebody or something new that just really, like, gets you more motivated and keeps you just on that path and keeps you moving forward, man. It's... It, yeah, this is the like, yo, so I'm over this officially. And I don't know how to actually say this besides I found someone better and they now just are everything to me. And I'm sorry. Um, but this is a vibe, though. Like, this is actually a vibe. Like, overall, the beat, the, the, the flow of it, the way that you just get carried through, it's a vibe. I like the buildup. I forget where, if it's like before it's like the second the, or the no, last. No, it's at the end. Of, it's like right at the end of the song. 
Right. Well, that buildup was cool. How he just kind of going up and like ascending and everything. That was all awesome. Uh, right when the drop hits, like you said, like makes you want to jump, makes me want to jump. It's it's really really cool. But I felt like this was very just straightforward. Like this this like sorry, I found someone better, and I relate to this a lot. Um, I gave this a four point five on five. Like this is it. I like it too. I feel like it's an interesting point that he's making this Drake fellow that he could find new muses, but it's also like, because I feel like in the in the second verse, right, it adds more context to the song. Like once is a lot of things, twice is a decision. Told me a lot of things, forced into submission, got you a Mercedes Benz, but that don't make you driven. What can I do for you? How can I make a difference? So like when I hear that, I'm just picturing somebody that like has kind of guilted Drake into gifts or whatever or to do different things. Like you'll get me the car. I promise once I do this, I'll do this for you. And you gotta imagine how many people are around this guy that are like not useful like they may mm. be like sex partners or business associates or whatever, but usefulness usefulness is completely different and what i'm feeling from drake in this track is he can find a new muse like that so what are you going to do to actually stay around you know like i mean why are you like going to take advantage of this situation like if you are going to be like that why am i going to keep you around friendship and loyalty that's not what it's giving giving that why would i keep you around so it's like if you're just going to take from me if you're just going to monopolize on the situation because i'm drizzy or whatever it is or if mm. you just want things out of me and you're not offering anything towards it you're not really down when i'm down and all these other such things it's like i kind of like a conversation of value yeah like what value do you bring to the table more than just like and I think it's like a bigger conversation to have because it's like, what value do you bring more than just like the basic necessities, like the sh like the equal stuff? Like, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, like I buy you this and I buy you that. And it's like, yeah, but like we go out like to dinner, we go out to these things. It's like it's kind of like a mutual stuff. Like what other useful value do you bring to my life besides like just the generic shit that everyone does? I have I see myself having that conversation a lot nowadays. Mm. So like. <clears throat> I, I just find like overall Drake is moving along with the story too because like he starts off you know in heartbreak place now he's just fucking around and now he's just trying to find like a new source of inspiration or trying to figure it out I don't feel like he's really found his new muse in the sense of like he found love it's more like he found this week's flavor and you need to recognize your role a little bit like this song again puts you into this frame of mind where in order to even empathize with this you probably need to have some level of player run in your life or you are out there balling in some way or another like if you are as like a person with no disrespect but you like miserable shit like sad shit and that's like your preferences it's gonna be super hard to get in line with this shit like this brings me back to like a different time in my life you know even if i'm not necessarily there now because of what we're doing but even then like yesterday we was at this wonderful party we was having free smoke and drank it was fucking great it was a lovely experience this album was playing and at least for me because it was torturous for others it was like yo this is the right shit when you having a stress fee free fucking loving life moment and this kind of music comes on it just slaps heavy but then you add in the sadness that drake is bringing to it right and it just creates this different edge where it feels more personal and heartfelt and shit and i really like that because it's not 
it's like it's weird. It's like happy, vibey celebration vibes mixed with this lonely hollowness that comes through it where I feel like this is really great music for what it's accomplishing. Um, so this one to I me do, is another like 4.5. It's really well made. I do think that like it also kind of speaks on like having like, keeping things evolving all the time. Like when things become stagnant, it feels like you may no longer have anything to like offer me. And I don't really want to like... I guess say that in the context of like being together in a relationship like that kind of has like i guess a bad connotation to it but it's kind of like keep things lively always try to grow and be different and be better and, and and try to just keep being somebody new and then potentially i may not find a new muse like i think it's also there also is some sort of like messaging there where like if you want to have something with maybe successful people or with anybody in general, it you you kind of have to still keep that liveliness. You still you, you can't just remain stagnant. Yeah, you have your days and your stuff, but you still got to be able to like, what's the new thing? What's the new this? How can we keep creating new new experiences and memories? I, f- I think so. Yeah, no, fair enough. I appreciate where you're coming from with that. Let's move on to the next one, which is calling my name. Um, Chris, how do you feel about this amazing song that's super awesome and it sounds just impeccably great? Um, yo, this is crazy. Um, this this felt like that trance to me. Like, like just even that chorus. Okay, so we get the intro, it starts off, the beat's kind of smooth, kind of mm. like getting you into this like little drippy, wet type of vibe, actually. Like it's got this this like flow to it that's actually really really nice um but then just the way the chorus goes off mm, what do i want why is it so hard to get over you i'm counting the days till i come to you i'm counting the ways to make to make you and then he doesn't like say he, it but he like eludes but like your brain says it and i thought that was cool too because I, I i actually kind of did something like that when on a new track i'm writing so i thought that was cool i was like yay i'm as smart as drake um <laughs> uh, um but like no just this and then even in the verse like the way he's like you're my water my refresher take off your clothes relieve pressure it's just there's this like soft this soft energy coming from him but at the same time i feel like he's in this trance like he's trying to figure out like what he really wants what he really wants like the end goal and the outcome of all of this but he's also just like stuck in this trance of like yo i just want to be in her like i just want to be inside of you and just like that's all I want. And then the way he flips it up with the killer, uh, killer cop blood and the interlude and just that you're whole just so shit. caught off guard for that shit. You're like, what the fuck? And then it just drops and you're like, yo, it is the fucking greatest thing ever. Like it is the greatest thing ever. And then the it's probably my favorite part of this album is that drop. Facts. Um, it, it's, it's great. It's, but it puts you it, again. It's, it's more for me. It's more centered around this, like, listening to this and then I, f- I picture like being at a club or being at a party or whatever and then you find that like like in, in the corner of your eye you see that girl that you want to be with or that woman and you're just in that trance like you're just like i want to please you i want to be there for you like you're just so beautiful you're just so perfect you're just so amazing in this moment and everything is just so great and like there's even like in that in the out the outro of the song and even like through the last part of the song after the first interlude with the killer cop blood there's like this what i feel like water kind of dripping to mm. kind of keep that flowiness wave to it which was really also cool and just like 
yo, it was it was really, really cool. But I also like how he goes, like, let's stop playing games. Like, let's just get to it. Like, he's really, like, being upfront with her and honest. And it's like, let's not, like, I don't need to jump through hoops. Like, I'm telling you what I want. And I think there is an essence of, like, yo, if you are just honest and straight up with your intentions, you could potentially. But, but it's even more than that. Yeah, because it's like, it's your pussies calling my name, girl. It's not like I'm just looking at you. Do you see how you're looking at me? You can act like whatever. Like do, do you see how yeah. you're taking my clothes off with your eyes right now? Yeah. Do you see that yeah. look on your face? Yeah. Nah, let's stop. They think we that. don't see that. They think we Bro, don't know. It's a real they, thing. They, they're like, nah, they're stupid. They don't know. And we're like, no, it's because you know what the truth is, bro? It You have to learn how to see that. Because, yo, mm. I didn't see that when I started. I have mm. a whole ass song called Redemption about not seeing that shit. Where, like, the mm. hook of that shit is like, I don't know. Explain it to me better. Then one day you're like, oh, say word. That is what's happening. And then you start to. You cast a little eye flick. They like flick their eye and your shirt's off. And you're like, oh, 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 this is real. (laughs) This is imagination land. And then you. I feel sexualized. And then you can like (laughs) fucking like co-sign that a little bit later on. And you're like, I, yeah, that really did happen like that. And Drake be like, be like, listen, that's what's happening here. And you feel it with the music and. I mean, especially with Drake. Like, come the fuck yeah. on. Like, Drake, if Drake follows your girl, you're in trouble. Like he did to that one guy who fucked and commented on that Drake post. Um. Anyway, this sounds so good. I don't know if you gave it. <laughs> I gave uh, I gave this a four point five on five. It's like really good. Like it's. See what's yeah. what's also cool about this is now that like if you look at this whole album like a night out, right? It feels like you're halfway through the night now, and shit just really yeah. slaps. So, right? so hold up, wait. So hold up, wait. So wait. So you start off the night. You're at the crib with Shorty. You and your girl. You're ready, and then you and her get into a fight, and you're like, "Nah, and this is her, over." Well, then did. text turn green. It's right, not going. Right. And then all of a sudden, you're out Y'all there trying to find the new thing. Then you're, you're sad. Like, I don't need this drama, whatever. Now you're like, I have my new muse, but you don't really have your. Where, new where muse. are we? Like, what is it? Did we leave at like eight? Is it late night? Are and, we only at like midnight? Now, right now I feel like we're at like two in the morning, one in okay, the morning. Okay. You're actually faded. You, you're in the middle of the night now. Girls be giving you different looks than they were giving you before the liquor kicked in and shit. Mm, mm, and now Drake's out there and the pussy's calling the name. And when that drop comes in, like, that's when you stop being, like, you know, Yo, po- what good if, behavior what if- you. That's when you turn into the... <laughs> Yo, I don't even Yo, care what the consequences are no more. Are we doing Yo, this? What if it's not like he just went out the house? What if he left his wedding? What if falling back on me and all that stuff is like him leaving his wedding and realizing he can't marry this woman. And then he like goes on this whole thing and then woof, and then, then just everything we said, but he leaves the wedding instead of his house. Maybe. I don't know. This sounds a five. It's amazing. I'm definitely bumping this again. But if what you said is true, it would certainly be sticky. All right, Chris, how do you feel about the flexi track by Chris's own words, sticky? Yo, the rapidy rap Drake. This was fire. This was more like on that rap side to me. This was like super cool. Um, I like how I like how he goes in the first verse. Uh, let's stop all the back and forth over the net. And I'm like, I like how he made like kind of like a basketball reference, but talking about net worth, that was cool. 
um like money don't really matter it's just about like for me i kind of took it like we shouldn't be talking about the money and shit it should be really just about like the music and the love for it and however it goes um i like how he addresses the fact that his mom wished he went corporate but he still kind of proved to her like he became what she kind of always wanted him to be a ceo of a whole brand and a whole like fucking label and shit and he's still out there so that's cool uh the Quebec line, I mean... Uh, can we hey. just point out he was just in Quebec for the first time in six years. I haven't been in Quebec, whatever. So, yo, he came and tore it up at Metro Metro. No, no no, bad words being said about Drake. But then he makes a Quebec bar. I'm like, coincidence? Or was he inspired by the nightlife at Quebec? <clears throat> I mean, there's also that. Um, I like how... But like, I like how he also kind of uh, like brings up the blocks again, like G-Block and D-Block, letting us know he's like bringing his homies and having everybody Bro, there. How do you skip the... Uh, like, the, okay, they only give it plus one so I never pull up to the Met. That, that's an interesting bar because that ties into it. So it's like, yo, the Met Gala... You know, he's never there because oh. he can't call because he's going to be calling like 150 deep or whatever. So, mm, you know, like. Okay. Okay. I didn't actually catch that. Uh, not bad. Uh, but I thought it was cool. This, and he rapped the, in the French, bro. Cherie ou et Mombeck or whatever. His accent's as bad as mine. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's okay. I mean, I don't really have much to say on that. Uh, I, I like it overall. Um, I don't really, I don't really have much more to say. It just kind of overall, it feels like a flexier track. I do like the rap on it. I do like the pocket he picks. Um, yeah, I just thought it was dope. He's kind of letting people know, like, why are people forgetting who I am? Why are they fucking with me? It's dope. I give this another four point five on five. I enjoy this song. Um, I feel like it is more on that. Okay, I should probably give him something. I'm gonna rap on this one. And I like the fact that it isn't just that, though, because he does, like, leave a solid third of the song open to just letting the beat be this mm. dancey thing. Because keep in mind now, the DJs live at the set, they can do what the fuck they want with this mix, right? They can, like, even create mixes where they rearrange the song entirely. Like, it's so cleverly constructed to accomplish the bigger goals of keeping these songs in circulation far longer. Like, as much as this album's going to have its initial push... What about, like, the remix side of this project? You know, like, mm. the millions of remixes that are going to come out of this, the DJs that are going to do their shit. The, this shit's going to go so far is what I'm feeling. Plus, this one is so good. Like, he just has this arrogance almost in his delivery, but it's, like, really just everything he's saying feels like fact. Plus, I can't help that he mentions Quebec. Now watch Quebec get a little more love. I'm all, I'm all for that, Drake. Thank you. Thank you for remembering we exist over here. That's that's just all I'm trying to say. Uh, second verse just feels boss. I don't really have a lot to comment on it, but I really enjoy the way he raps it. I enjoy the way he rides over it. I like the chorus. I like the implications. Don't forget with all this, I'm still tough guy, Drake, at the end of the day. <laughs> and I'm like, fair enough. I like the idea, that bar, if she alone, you know she a freak one. Like, yo, trust, if I'm by myself with a girl, this girl is performing at a caliber that I don't need her friend. I'm like, that's harsh. And then, like, to the next line, if it's an escort, it's a police line. Like, don't get it twisted. I ain't be paying for this shit. Like, some of these dudes would be bragging about spending 30 racks at the strip club just to fuck a chick. Um, I'm like, yo, Drake be, like, really saying the shits here. Yo, one time I heard, like, I heard stories that, like, if you pull up in a Rolls Royce, they just get in the car. It's it is like those YouTube ads. If you really are pulling up in your own Rolls Royce, 
I've heard stories of my colleagues and shit who have witnessed such a courage. It gets really like that. Um, so, like, Drake's in that kind of tier of life. Um, off-road Maybach? Like, come on. That's such an expensive fucking car to be flexing like that. Anyway, I really appreciated this song. And then I like the way it just kind of ends with that Virgil quote, just showing up a higher caliber, a little reference to the fashion side of things and rest in peace, Virgil, and all that. And then I love the outro. It's just fucking harsh. It's just like this this beautiful instrumentation. But the vibe has evolved, right? It's almost like he got that pussy, he nutted, and now there's the rest of the night post being horny. And he's remembering all this shit and people calling him soft and all this stuff, keeping the vibe of the night moving forward. Because if you ever fuck midnight, you're not immediately horny after. You back on ready to keep going on that. You're ready to start over in a sense. <laughs> It's really well constructed. I like it a lot. This is another 4.5, and it's pretty massive, Chris. Massive, which is massively longer in length than the last one. So I really like how it starts off. Kind of gives me this, like, satellite spacey type vibe with, like, the beeping in the background. Kind of feels like we're just zoning out into space, and we're kind of getting, like, this, like, sense of atmosphere that we're supposed to be in and i like how he starts off like i've been alone in my thoughts can't feel the void between us i can't stand losing you whoa whoa and i just kind of get this like this feeling of like detachment like facing detachment facing fears facing losing this person and it's really really cool because uh, like as he follows up like fighting the urge to reach out and uh and my sentence remains unchanged uh, i can't help it i'm so into you it's like this constant wanting to just be there and and really just like love this person and really make this person everything. But I, it also feels like they're going through some stuff. Right. Um, and I like how it's like, he's kind of like, like in the chorus, like, Oh, when you're ready, we can put this behind us. And he's like, yo, let's just, let's just drop it. Like I rather just live in these happy moments. I rather just live in these, these, positive times and not really deal with a lot of like like the arguments and stuff like we can always find a way to get over these these obstacles get over these like issues or things that we're dealing now what did stand out was when uh i was alone i was alone in this world and i needed people i know my funeral gonna be lit because of how i treated people and it's just crazy to think like he like he's acknowledging how like he knows he's been by himself, but he treats people better than how maybe people have treated him. And he's kind of solidifying that with like, yo, everybody's like scared that nobody's going to show up to their funeral. But I know for a fact that like millions of people are going to show up because I'm touching millions. I'm, I'm changing lives. I'm providing, I'm, I'm giving you reasons to be alive and to give hope and stuff. And that was actually really powerful as well. But then you get like this, you know, when he's like, I don't want to go, I don't want to. And then it's like, kind of cuts out. You get the beat a little bit, get this vibe to it, but it's crazy. Cause like, when he starts the second verse, like swerving between emotions, I know we got real issues. You 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 kind of get that like jagged, like that like whoa, like we're back, and it feels like it's connecting, like where he's super proud about how he proud of himself of like what he's done to help people, and then boom, we get back into like, but fuck, I feel down, I feel depressed, I feel sad, I feel this, and 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 I can't help but like think that I'm gonna lose you and shit. And it's it's, it's really, it's really like a vibe like it really puts me brings me back to some of my like situations that i've been in and it's like i can just feel myself being in that like what to do state that like i really don't want to fuck this up but i also kind of feel like there's no real hope and the only thing i can ask for is like can we pretend like this doesn't happen right that's 
that's really it. Like, can we just pretend like everything's okay and find the love we initially had at the beginning? Um, I thought this was really cool. I really thought it was cool. The, and then actually just to finalize it, the end part with the beat at the end, how it just plays out, like besides like jumping to it and, and being enthralled with the music, I do feel like in my head, there's like this cinema-esque like kind of compilation of like scenes of like just people working shit out and trying to like find that love again like in my head that's kind of like what that brought me to and i thought that that was also very cool like how i got to be able to how like the song led me to do that and it just felt like 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 if you were watching a movie and you got the whole plot and the thing and then it's just the ending is just flash 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 and like you're just figuring out and 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 however it ends up it ends up but like I guess it's different for everyone else. Um, I gave this a 4.5 on 5. So, yo, now imagine you're out and about on your night. You just smashed a rando. You just postured to your homies and had a little scuffle, maybe. Right. Now, you're thinking about your ex. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what this song is. Because <laughs> you got out your frustration. You banged it out, so to speak. And now you're still I'm no longer lonely. mad at you. I'm alone in my thoughts. I can't fill this void. I tried. I fought. I postured. I did all of that. And now, okay, when you're ready, we can put this behind us, baby. We can find this again. I know. Put this but I'm like, yo, I want to make fun of this, but that's exactly what the fuck it is, though. Especially when you're not really over somebody and you got to get them off your head. And then you do all this shit. You smash some people. You fucking do whatever. You have a couple little drinky poos more than you planned. And no matter what you do, you just end up like, I miss you. That's what this shit is. And wake then, up in a weird hotel room, walk your ass home, and just sulk the entire way because all you really want is to just be in her bed next to her, and you know that would have been a better night because you would have got a full rest of sleep and be happy in the morning. Like bacon and eggs. I feel like that Sorry. was mad testimonial, my guy. Um, either way, I fucks with this track a lot. Actually, I fucks with the way it flows. The chorus is this nice. shark. And it's just paced so very beautifully, too. And I like the way that it just ends with music again. That just builds up. Plus, like, you get rewarded at the end. Like, there's just change-ups. Mm. Like, it like it drops down. It plays with the fucking mixing of the volumes and stuff. And it really just taps into things where if you were in the club right now listening to that, you'd be like, ah! And, like, freaking out to it. It would be really a great experience. Um, overall, I think it's well-constructed. And I think it moves the story along. And that's what I think makes it really compelling. It feels like a night out. It feels like a story. It feels movie-esque. And I just want to move the whole time I'm hearing this shit, as y'all be seeing as I'm bopping around and shit. Anyway, uh, let's move on to Flights Booked. All right, Chris, what do you think about Flights Booked? <clears throat> uh, kind of <laughs> on the weaker side of things. Um I mean, I like the beat. It it has that. It's like it's consistent with the energy and the type of dancey stuff we've been getting. But like overall, I don't really have much to say. It's just kind of eh, like whatever. It's a four on five just because like it's still a bop. But that's that's it. I, I ain't going to drag it on. Um, I feel like this completely moves the narrative along. Right. So he's kind of got into his headspace like I oh, miss her. Now he's like really in that headspace because the night's moved on. He's getting late. Why you gotta be beside me, watching, needing, want me? I feel like this is some memory shit. You know, don't be. And it's just kind of cascadings. And it's like, ah, 
It's not good. I don't want to be afraid. All of this emotional shit's kicking in. And then it just gets lost in the beat. And he starts pouring his heart out to some girl that's far away. And then in my imagination with the story, we going back to that first person that he was breaking up with and being very cold to at the beginning. And now it's like he's thinking on these greater moments, the vacations they took. And he kind of wants to go back to that. He's kind of had his little moments. And it's almost like the way this album's done. It could be like a night. It could be like the course of a whole fling. Mm. And it's like the way he plays with time and the vibes. Because even if you think about it, as you get like deeper into the night, there's parts of the nights that get kind of cooler so that people who are tired can kind of recover and get their like second wind and right. shit. And this is a little right. bit deeper on the album. It's a little more of a calmer song. Like you're not like mashing out. You're more like vibing a little bit. He's having his pensive moment and just kind of reminiscing on other times. And I feel like it's, again, keeping the sadness moving forward. But he's almost like having this moment that he can't escape the emotions that are attached to this person that he clearly cares about. And I think it makes it really kind of beautiful to listen to. I like it maybe it doesn't make me turn up as much it's not as energetic it's not as big as some of the other ones but i think it's a beautiful way to kind of move the project forward and fit the story tap into something that's different like that's the one criticism i couldn't fathom or understand is when people said the song sounded the same i'm like what they're all like pretty distinct and like not really sounding like each other they all they all have their own style to them they're all tapping into their own energy and this one's more of a 4.25 for me i feel like it's well made less my thing like i'm not as into the way he mixes his voice up to a point where it's super jarbled for the outro but from a conceptual point of view i really like it how at the end of the song it's like he's saying please don't make this all about you so it's like he's putting this shit out there but like he wants it to be like a real equitable situation like don't make this whole thing just about you like when you hear this song don't make it all about you hear what i'm trying to say and i was like just trying to picture right. the impact of that like yo you write this song and shit etc etc you can make right. it all about you why'd you have to go and do this etc i don't know i really enjoyed what he's doing with this and again it feels so honest it feels like actual love shit he's going through put to music you would be listening to while trying to cope with love shit anyway i like it let's move on to the next one overdrive right chris is your heart in overdrive um i like this i do i like the vibe of this i like the feel of this um it's it feels like he's really just kind of stating that he wants to fix things and that he doesn't want to give up on what's happening and just the repetition within the first verse using the first and second verse to be what i feel like is the same i mean if i read it back it looks like yeah, it's, it's the same, same verse. thing um I, I that's what i really took from it, it was like you're you're just these are kind of like the final words in a sense where you're like yo i want things to work i really want to do this i'm gonna put everything i have i'm gonna go into overdrive and just make sure that this is what we get uh, but I just, I, I didn't really like kind of, that was just it. Like I was just left with, that's just it. <laughs> Nothing more. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it was a 3.8 on five. Like I just, I was like, okay, I get it. So I feel like this one was cool because there's a lot of melody in this one. A lot of singing is happening here. Um, I also like the, the way they play with the auto tune and other effects and, 
it kind of has like this extra element of like I, I feel like Drake could sing it clean if he wanted to, right? Like there's no mm. way Drake couldn't have sung this clean. <laughs> so like it was just like right. for the aesthetics of having that intensity be kind of almost robotic in a sense. I think it added a lot of aesthetic to like his passion in a weird way where I could see how a lot of people don't like it, but I feel like it just added artistic value to it and it made me enjoy it more. And I liked the way he added a lot of versatility to the melody as his verse went on. And it felt like that hold the line. I mean, that's such an interesting like expression now because it's kind of so associated with crypto shit. <laughs> so it feels like he's speaking to his audience. Um, but like, it's also got that idea of even though things look rough, if you hold the line and you don't give up quite yet, we are going to get to this place where it's going to go to the moon. Um, so we ain't done. Don't give up this divine bond between us. The tide is high. Nothing's lost. Could turn over a new leaf for my love. And it's like, you can see now, like after that middle point of like, he's mashed out and had his little petty moment. He's like, holy shit, this is what I really want. I don't like that. It's so fucking weird. I wish you were more open with me. You can see through me and see all this shit, whether it's through the music or the way I live my life. I'm basically wearing my heart on the sleeve. There's a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of problems between us. Um, but like at the end of the day, he wants to be with her. She makes, and I like the idea of how he flips the like, while this in overdrive, kind of like our relationships going too complicated. But then my heart isn't overdrive, as in when I'm with you, though, it's like it beats up and it gets kind of faster and it's more intense. So it's like you kind of have like after the calm part of the album, is getting that like second wind moment later on in the night, and now it's like he's trying to be a little bit more rational to me. And there is a bit of difference uh, between the verses. It's uh, pictures of jealousy, you don't believe me, versus uh, it's just waves of jealousy, me and you, jealousy. So there's a little part in the middle that does change up. But it is a lot the same because I do feel like the main point he's trying to drive through is like this isn't over. You know, like mm -hmm. we have to move past this. We have to be more honest with each other. We have to like stop sacrificing the time kind of calm it down understand where we're coming from it almost feels like we got to slow it down because everything's going too fast so that we can make sense of it all and then in that middle part with that chorus it's like i can't slow down and it's a problem you know like i just hope we can get there i hope we can make it like it there's just like this desire for it but without that certainty and in the matters that are hard it can feel like that especially during turbulent moments but it's also like you feel him putting in this willing commitment to go out there and get it and to make sure that at least on his end he's gonna do everything possible like there's deeper places we can go don't have to just party with me like there's other parts of my life like we can have something that's built more than what the public sees and all that shit and i really like what he's doing with this song i really like how it moves the story along i think it's a really great one too and it, it's just got this constant pumping to it where again we're not like at the highest energy but we're again we're later in the night we're later in the cycle we don't have the same kind of energy we are able to bump at this level now it's kind of what it feels like too and i think that's paced very beautifully from a like a curating the song order perspective so for me it's like a 4.5 again and let's move that shit downhill do you enjoy this one not particularly this wasn't my favorite i felt like this one was kind of boring kind of there's an ad up <laughs> go on no i just I, I didn't really get into this one i was just like okay so we're going into overdrive and now overnight it's over 
Like I didn't, I'm, I'm kind of confused. I don't know what's happening. And I just felt like it didn't have me interested in it overall. I just was whatever. I did like Bull, no- Bull, Bull Knox. Bull Knox. Yeah, that's how you say it. Um, I did like the tried. We tried the way he just kind of flowed with that. That was really cool. Um, but yeah, like it just wasn't the greatest thing to me. So it was like a 3.5 on 5. I, I like it more than that. I got like a nice little snappy vibey beat and I feel like if we continue the story just cuz Drake be asking this person these things and putting himself out there and how Drake be feeling a certain way doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it goes the direction that Drake wants it to go. So if you think about it, right? Now we're coming to the end of the night. Overnight we're done and over the course of this he's realizing that as much as he wants that it's not really what it is. You know, the chemistry is frozen. We feel disconnected and exposed. They can't remember when last did we feel familiar. Is the last track he's trying to get that familiarity. And now it's like, oh, shit, we're not really there. But then at the same time, tell me you're ready. Tell me you're ready to walk away. He's not really necessarily getting that closure either. So it still has this like ambiguity and this weird tension and shit. And it's like I feel like this this coming to realization that as much as he wants this to work, it's not going to be like that. And over the course of this album, over the course of this night in the more meta version of it or just how it can be like overnight, you have this realization that we're actually done. It's just the epiphany kicked in, you know, we tried, we did our best, we put all of our efforts into it, but it doesn't, it doesn't change anything. It doesn't change that at the end of this, it was a downward spiral of doom and that like, it's kind of over. Um, I really liked it. I like the fact that like, from a lyrical perspective, it's like, we don't connect anymore. I don't know. I haven't broken up in a fucking long time. So it's not like I can relate to that side of shit, but like. I do remember those emotions and that situation and having these like realizations, you know, you post breakup, you try to make it work. And then you're like, nah, this isn't it no more. And then I just like this like sadness again that cascades through it. Um, Arguably, I also don't really vibe as much with this song because it's kind of slower and it's less my cup of tea sonically. But like, I think it works to move the story along i think it's a good song that showcases versatility and i can see how a lot of people that like kind of slower snappy jams are gonna vibe to this i think it does its job really well to meet the expectations of this song it's just on a preferences tip it's less my favorite so i'm gonna give it a four because it's really well made but not really my thing but i love how it fits into the album and i really like the overall story arc of this project and how it flows so beautifully together like a movie so i think it deserves all the props for continuing on that and let's move on to tie that binds yo i had the strangest epiphany just now i feel like you have to be in a happy place in life in terms of like where you at in life to properly appreciate this album that's just my thoughts. But this is pretty... sad as shit for how happy you probably got to be to vibe to this. But I think that actually plays into it. Like, if you think about it, if he like he's really happy that he gets to be in love with her and that he gets to experience things with her and stuff. And the idea of losing her is probably what makes him sad. So it's like in a weird kind of fucked up way, if you're like in already in a bad place and in like a sad position and shit it's it it like 
may still hit you the same in terms of pain, but like it may not actually have the same impact because everything around you right now, your feeling is like already dark and gloomed and you're just like, oh, well, you're just another thing that's going to be negative in my life. But when you're this happy and you're succeeding and you've got like shit leveling up all the fucking time, it's like when you find your happiness or your like moment of peace within somebody or something or however, in this case, somebody, it's like, yo, if you leave my entire world that everyone else perceives as perfect is completely gone. And like, that's really heavy. Um, I like how, like, just in the first line of the verse of verse one, kill me slowly with those piercing eyes. Don't break my fall. Like he, like just the acceptance of like, we're, we're falling and I need to kind of hit the end to kind of, I guess, wake up or get to some sort of resolution and he rather just feel the like feel the pain of the piercing eyes of just like of her that was really cool to me um but like the rest of it though kind of flows nicely and i really just prefer it more for the beat and kind of what i feel Mm. not so much what he's saying or what he's kind of going through i feel like this just kind of carries the project along but there's moments in like the where the beats just playing that i go into my own little world for a moment and it's what i feel that really impacts me with this song a little bit call it what you will and make it like super personal but i think that like that may be part of this song where he gives you that time to break out of it and kind of go into yourself um and i really like that i do like the bridge the please don't leave me you know i need you you know i need you yeah like just the way that that flows together and just like you kind of hear this like sort of begging but like this this like real heavy need to have you around and just the vulnerability within it and like just the pure honesty like i've been here i've been here i feel this like so hard like i've i it's like you're just empty inside and you're finding that one like last spark to just continue going and it's like Mm. this this this, as much as everything's fucked up like this this is what i need right now and you are what i need right now um i I like it i really do think it's a really great song uh i just feel like it's long that's my only like downside like i just feel it's very long uh but it works so i gave this a uh what's what's uh four 4.215 i like the name for a second I feel like the length is an issue because that like half the song is like that bridge in the middle, which just sounds super blessed and gives you that experience. But then lyrically, I like what he's doing with it. It's like just when you think he's done with this girl because it all ended. No, he's not done with this girl. <laughs> he's still kind of like drilling down like, damn it, don't actually leave me. Don't don't actually do it. You know, and it's like really to me an honest feeling that he has going on over here it's like when i do have those moments with you i feel alive i feel like you're bringing me into this surreal world and when you're not there it's really sad so okay fine if you're actually gonna go why don't i just marry you you know it's like as this is kind of cascading into like the real end of shit you have that super drastic emotional response almost like a hail mary of sorts that's going on as you're kind of getting i guess to the end of it all and I feel like it's cool that he's able to put that into a song. And I think it's maybe it's just the first time I ever really cared about Drake's love stuff before. But I really feel like this dude 
understands the cycle of breaking up and the complicated back and forth emotions that go with turbulent relationships and trying to live your best life and having people in and out and the messiness that comes with it and just trying to be yourself in the middle of it all and this whole album just feels like complicated love songs throughout this story and we're coming to i guess the end of it as we're, we're building up there's only a few more left the night feels like it's over the sun's coming up and he's realizing oh shit i still don't have her this is not good what can i do to get her i mean maybe i'm reaching with my interpretations but like that's how i feel with the way he's putting it out here like it just feels like the intensity to have her come to him is greater than we've seen over the last songs but if you really look look at it it's been building to this almost like please don't actually leave moment and the way it's almost got that like a spanish kind of love songy kind of feel in the middle there it's like this this more romantic kind of mm. grab at mm. this thing like please just love me forever because till we're ghosts you know like that's forever i think it's pretty cool don't leave it's like a begging you can almost picture drake on his knees and shit with like a rose between his teeth i don't know I like it. I like it. Um, I feel like it's a 4.35 because it is a little long and it is kind of not my favorite version of the vibes he's going with, but I fuck with it for the project. Let's move on to liability. All right, Chris, how do you feel about this one? You never compare a mother to her wo to her, um, woman to her mother. Blech. That's what I feel. Drake, you fucked up. What? I understand the line. Your mom's the sweetest lady. The apple fell far from the tree. I was like, bro, you don't compare a woman to her mother. That's like, don't do that. I don't care how fucking nah. I've been like, this is where that. Chris draws his line in the sand. Yo, people like, of I'm the like, world. Yo, yo, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm being a catalyst for, for like women in my life who have corrected me on that. And like mothers in my life who have corrected me on that. And I just, I need to state that you don't fucking do that. That's like, nah, nah. Uh, either than that, I actually kind of think the song is kind of whack to be fair. <laughs> like to be absolutely fair. I was like, I don't like the fucking voice on this. It's so slow. It's just, I was not feeling this at all. I was like, I don't care. I, I just don't. Um, yeah, it's like a 3.8 on five. Like, it sounds cool. It The beat, like, I'm not hating. I'm never hating on the beats because all the beats are actually really good and they're all different and they're just, I like the mute, the saw, the, like the sound of it. I just I don't care for this song. I was just like, nah. And then he said that line and then I was just like, fuck that. Nah, that's, I don't agree with that. Yeah. So yeah, three point eight. That's it. That's my that's my take on this Drake track. So now we're at the very end of the night almost, because I don't remember what the last song's about, but it has Twenty One Savage on it, so we'll get there next. But here we at the part where he's realizing that this person's a liability in his life. So it's like, yes, he wants her back, and he's going back and forth on it. But in the way that that goes, it's like he's realizing. Wow, I just spent this whole fucking night. This is how I'm picturing the movie goes, of course. I just spent the whole fucking night obsessing over this chick when I could have been and all this other stuff. And it's like, he's changing for her. He's doing this thing. It's like, you die with the lie. You lie and a piece of me dies. I really like that line. Like, I really like the writing on that. It's really like, hmm. I've been there. I felt that. 
Um, inside out, I pray so much I can take. I'm here for the ride. Your pride might be the reason why we don't even make it to see the days. So it's like, yo, as this night's coming to the end, again, in my whole metaphor thing, it's like he's realizing that she doesn't really want this shit. You know, it's like she isn't invested. He goes on about how, like, uh, later on in the track, I believe, in the second verse, how, like, at the beginning, she put in all this crazy effort. But then as time went on, less effort was put in on her end. And it feels like he's the one doing it. We already got on overdrive, the sense of how, like, invested he gets, how, how deep he gets into it all. And I really... I feel like he's he's just kind of realizing how complicated this shit is. I also really like you put your words together like you're getting points for that shit. Like you're playing Scrabble on me. And I really, I, it just, I thought that was hilarious. But also like it kind of, when you're in a situation where you're trying to have a conversation and people start to get into like semantic arguments and wording everything so perfectly. Like, yo, if I'm arguing with you on some real shit, I'm going to say all the dumbest shit in the worst order. And, like, being particular with my language isn't usually a priority in casual conversations the way that people become in sometimes with their lawyer shit playing Scrabble on me. I really fuck with that and the way that I can just picture this person, like, choosing every word specifically and carefully so that if it got screenshotted later, it would look a certain way when that shit got leaked, etc. Um, and then at this point, he's mad. So he's like, yo, your mom's nice. How you not fucking nice? You can't even be honest. Lying up on her. It turned out she was a nice lady and you full of shit. You found replacements for me, but you know it's hard to compete. Well, I don't know. I like that I taught you things a father can't teach. Like, yeah, he's talking some sex shit. But I really like the first verse a lot with the repetition of the playing with my emotions. Like, at the end of this day, you get the sense that this girl only shows up when she wants some shit. She wants to go drinking. She's not taking care of herself. You know, she's out there partying. And at the end of the day, instead of spending time with Drake, she's in the club dancing to the songs that she used to say, oh, that's our song. And then it's not. Now she's just out there doing it, and he's just vibing with the emotions. I like the effect. It reminds me of the, the chopped and slowed whole universe of like mashing it up like you know a little bit waved out tapping into another side of the world and i thought it was cool i thought it just came out really cool it came out like sad and broken and like things just weren't correct so it wasn't time for the correct voice in a sense um i it's not one i would go back to first on the album but like if you're going this deep into it it just feels like a really good place of almost closure on where this relationship's at and understanding that at the end of this day this person's a liability even though you want it to be anything else at the end of the day it's just creating obsession in you and i think the distortion of his vocals the beat everything meshed together creates that kind of sad acceptance vibe and i like that a lot so i'll give it a 4.35 on five and let's move on to the last one jimmy cook's all right, Chris, yeah. what do you think about Jimmy Cooks? This is hard. Like, this is hard. Um, it's just rap, bro. Like, this is the aggressive rap that I like. And Drake fucking delivered and just, like, I, I like it, man. It's just bar on bar. I don't really have, like, much to say about the bars. I don't, like, really care so much about them. It's more just, like, the flow, the pocket, the aggressiveness, the energy that carries me through. Felt like he was flexing, telling people, like, yo, y'all got an issue. Talk to me. Let's get it out. Like, it, it kind of feels like after this whole story, he kind of needs to bring some rap into this. 
that's like kind of my vibe with this. It's like you kind of need to have some rap and you kind of need to have some sort of like edge to it. 21 was really cool. Um, I don't generally listen to 21 to be fair. Uh, I don't like, like everything he does, but this was really cool. The whole part where he's like, and I forget where, but he like kind of sounds like three, six mafia and like scissor and like the way he kind of throws his voice like that. That was really cool. I did enjoy that. Uh, but like, this was, I don't know. It kind of felt a little weird to me. Cause I was like, I like this, but why is this at the end? Like, why did we like cry the entire way and then get that like one bop, that like one rapidy bop type, and now we're like gangster as fuck. Like what? Like makes total are you, sense. Are you, are bro. We, makes total sense. I guess. I guess now we're bouncing back and back on our players' shit, and we're like gonna go it do this makes shit because we've gotten over the girl. If you think that's, about the last one, at the end of the day, it's money over bitches, right? Fucks. So Fox. like. Even the way it starts, you know, just awaking, shaking once again, so you know it's on. I'm pretty sure that's one of the dudes he's sampling that he got accused of plagiarizing. <laughs> anyway, um, what did you want to give your grade? I feel like you were you were about to do that. Or oh, you, mine's four point two on five. I cut you off, and you were like in the middle of talking. Um, it was five. But yeah, man, it just feels like you wake up. And it just grabs that sample, and then it's coming in. But if you, like, look at it from, again, this perspective of a story. So in the last track, it's, like, the final goodbye to this girl. And then you wake up the next day after this night that you've just had. And you just back on your shit. It's on. It's the hustle. It's the great. See what I mean? Like, it's over. The night's mm. done at the last track. So if you look at the album, like, a whole night, now you're, like, whatever. It's time to get back on my shit. And think about, like, mm-hmm. the... The beginning of this track, I really think it's a little bit of a response to people. Fuck a pigeonhole. So fuck what you think about this album. I'm doing what I'm a night owl. This is a different mode. This is where I'm at in my life. This is what I'm doing. This is the life I'm living. And then he mm-hmm. kind of moves on and just simultaneously proceeds to give you, in a sense, all this rap shit where like I feel like he's even criticizing rappers a bit, like everybody fake now, uh, fuck the silicone or whatever. Like this that this um you could crack the code, bust on everything set in rose gold. And it's like, instead, he's just living his life and giving you his truth and being himself within his bars. And this is just kind of how he's doing it. But then at the same time, he's reminding you he's still fucking Drake. And if he wants to come through and give you some bars, he's going to come and do that. But it also feels like this is your back on your grind song, which is kind of what happens after you're done with your sadness over a breakup. You instantly probably get back on your grind and whatever the fuck you was up to before you got all distracted by the liability. Um, I fucking love the way the beat drops when he's like, bitch, don't tell me that you a model if you ain't been in vogue. Like, that's the quality of model that Drake be getting. I like the hook, and I like the fact that when the beat swaps and he does the hook again, he literally just wrapped it again and, like, made it faster, more upbeat, a little bit different. And then he's just like, if I let my 20 tell it, you are. And then he just comes in with that pussy ad lib, and I'm like, oof. And then he just comes and starts doing his blo- his verse, and I'm like, man, he's just coming hard with every fucking line. Like, this is what the people want, in a sense. You know, like, I'm still here with it, but he just puts on for him, and it just sounds so good. I don't know what to say about it, except that a lot of the bars were fun and hard. And my favorite part was the ad-libbing, the 21, 21, 21. Like, that shit was really fun for me. Um, then it just ends with that, like, outro. And one of the key lines is, if you don't uh, if you don't like the way I talk, 
say something, say something. And I just have to say, in response to that, the internet certainly said a lot of somethings yesterday. Like, in fact, pretty much the whole fucking world said something yesterday. I happen to like this a lot, so I'm not included in that, I feel. But I watched a lot of people talk a lot of shit about Drake yesterday. Just a whole lot of shit got talked. So I feel like a lot of people were willing to is at the end of the day where I'm going with it. But I don't really know who he was talking to or what he was talking about. But if the exactness of it was if you don't like the way I talk, say something, you just got to go on the internet to see a lot of people doing that. Um, so on that note, this song is fire. Uh, it's a 4.5 to me. I still think um, calling my name is much better. But, like, I feel like this one is here just to, like, appease people. Or, like, and it narratively fits. But it's it just, like, I'd have also been okay if this song wasn't on the project. And it just ended on the last one. But I do kind of like the version of it where, like, you wake up on the last chapter and you back on your shit. I do enjoy that. I like the story ending there. So I'll fuck with it as a way to close out the project. Um, and I guess that brings us to the end of the project. So, Chris, what do you think about Honestly Nevermind as a whole? Um, overall, I mean, this 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 is not a bad project. Um, you're you either going to like it or you're not really. Like, you're either really going to fuck with the dancey vibe and you kind of have to, like, let go of your rap expectations and really kind of let yourself loose a little bit and really tap into your emotions and tap into your feelings and kind of get the, like, get, get into Drake's shoes a little bit and really just be kind of like a lover boy, a little softy and just dance the night away and kind of give you and kind of put you in that thing. Um, Overall, I mean, it's a four on five. Like, I'm not, I'm too lazy to do the fucking math here, but it's like a four on five overall. I mean, every sound, every song has a different sound to it, a different type of energy. It like the story is there if you want to follow along and really kind of get into depth with that. Uh, you know, like, I still don't think the first song needs to be an intro. You could have fucking connected it to the second track, but that's just my opinion. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's, it's solid. Like it's solid for like a genre shift for a whole, I guess, whatever thing he's testing for just creating like music that like, like is going to continue going. It's a good project. It's a four on five. I like this project a lot. Um, I didn't know if I would like it when I first saw it and I didn't know at all going into it. I think I like it more the more I listen to it. And it's one of those projects that will grow on you over time. And especially because it's Drake and you're going to be expecting things going into it. You kind of have to get over your expectations and just like vibe to it. But then also you have to consider, do you like house music? Do you like going out to dancing things? Like understand what this album is, is all I'm trying to say. Like, it has its particular intended audience and it has a particular vibe to it. And I think that it accomplishes that goal spectacularly. I enjoyed listening to this project every time I've heard it. And this is one of the first albums in a long while. Like I've been unharding a bunch of shit on my Spotify. Like I don't want to listen to this shit no more. This is one of the first times in a while where I'm like, I'm going to add most of this shit to my Spotify. Like I really want to listen to a lot of these songs again. They fit into multiple like moments in my life. I could see myself showering to this shit, doing dishes to this shit, on the cycle to this shit. I feel like, is it a classic or not? I don't, I don't know a hundred percent. If like 
it will end up like that but it's currently the best drake album i've heard in terms of my preferences and it's an album i really foresee myself listening to i think it's an incredible genre swap and i think the fact that drake could reinvent himself in such a way where he's consistent to his core of who he is while showing a great mastery of a completely different genre of music is really impressive to me that he could do that this late in his career like Drake doesn't owe anybody anything. He can just do what the fuck he wants with his music. And I think I think fans believe that they matter in a sense. Like their opinions are important for an artist to make the shit that the artists want to make. It's like if you're a fan of the person, let the artist create. You don't you don't get to dictate what they create, you know? And I feel like Drake just did what he wanted here and it shows and it came out as a great product that I like more than Certified Lover Boy. So, like, this is cool to me. This was a great experience. I would not recommend this to people who are really interested in rap, so to speak. But if you want to go listen to some vibing music that you could probably throw on, like, yo, if you're on a date or some shit, put this on in the whip. Okay? Just put this on in the whip if you're trying to impress a shoddy. Okay? I'll leave it on that. Um, but on that note, um, and yes, Linda, we can bump your track after, but on that note, everybody, I just appreciate y'all being here. Everybody stuck it through with us on the live. Y'all are wonderful. For those of you watching it in the future on the YouTube, we did do this live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash behind that suit, where we do bump the actual music, which we cut out. That's why you saw some cuts throughout the whole video um make sure though to comment like subscribe all that good stuff if you want to see us cover a particular album and yes lindell i know we got to do your album soon uh uh your own album that you want us to review patreon.com slash uh behind that suit and yeah we'd be here most sundays 12 p.m est doing these album reviews having our little conversations we've been at this since 20 motherfucking 16 for real real so i appreciate all y'all that's been with us across this journey um and yeah with that being said uh live long and prosper everybody <laughs>